Hello, everybody. My name's Rick McCutcheon. I'm a Dynamics 365 Business Applications MVP. And today, there's over 300,000 business professionals on LinkedIn with the job title Digital Adoption Specialist. So we've got this show going, and it's called the Digital Adoption Podcast. And today, we've got uh, Joachim Schiermacher, the CEO of ClickLearn, who is the co-host and our special guest, Bob McAdam from Cavallo and the Enterprise Software Podcast. So, Bob, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your history in the uh, world of dynamics and tell us about your podcast. Okay. Great to be with you guys. So thanks for the invite. I'm Bob McAdam, Vice President of Strategic Partnerships at Cavallo, which in the Dynamics GP space is formerly known as SalesPad. Um, I've been in the Microsoft channel now 26 years, which seems hard to believe, and uh, got my start back in 98 when Y2K was a thing and everyone was concerned about being on a DOS-based system and not a Windows-based system. So during that time, I've, I've done consulting work. I've been a customer on a mid-size ERP. Um, I've led our community at Dynamic Communities for a period of time, and now I'm working for an ISV in the Microsoft Dynamics space. So. I've sat in a lot of chairs in the Dynamics ecosystem and have really enjoyed it. As we all know, there's never a dull moment in the Microsoft Dynamics channel, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, currently, I am at Cavallo, managing our reseller partners to the best of my ability. We write distribution-centric offerings for Dynamics GP and Dynamics 365 Business Central. So we are quite busy growing that business and contemplating what's next. I'm also co-host and co-founder of Enterprise Software Podcast, which you will find at enterprisesoftwarepodcast.com. We will have been doing that show now for 10 years in May, which honestly, it's hard to believe if someone had told me that I'd be a podcast host for a decade, I would have told them they were crazy, Rick. But here we are, almost at 10 years. It's hard to believe. Okay. Thank you, Bob. You can, you have anything to ask Bob to get things rolling? No, I'm, I'm uh, super excited about having you on board here, uh, Bob, and I look forward to our conversation today. Um, I have actually uh, heard of quite a few episodes, and uh, I, I have to say it's a, it's a really, really good Well, thank you, sir. It's, it's a lot of fun, and I've met a lot of great people over the years, indeed, from all sorts of ecosystems that I never, ever knew much about or contemplated being in, so thank you. Okay, Bob, so let's kind of get started. And, you know, as a podcaster, you engage in deep conversation with technology executives, where do enterprise software vendors stand in their approach to digital adoption? Every technology executive that we've spoken to an enterprise software podcast is all in on digital adoption. In fact, I can't think of one that is not all in, right? That's where our industry is going. It's exciting and they are all in. So we've had opportunities to speak with Steve Murphy and Lisa Pope at Epicor. Scott A. Bear at CISPRO USA, John Case and Sanket Akeriker at Acumatica, and they are all in on digital adoption. They want to move people to cloud solutions yesterday, and they are working overtime with their dev teams to make sure that uh, the latest and greatest technology is available to existing and prospective customers of their various ecosystems. Darcy and Todd and I talked to Sage people and Microsoft people and NetSuite people and 
in four folks and they are all in on digital adoption. It is exciting. Um, the competition is forcing all of them to work diligently and endlessly on trying to get there first. And certainly since Microsoft dropped all that money on OpenAI recently, adding it to its voluminous stack of solutions, you know, that's just accelerating uh, the competition to bring AI into all these ERP and CRM applications so that customers and prospects can really grow their business in the cloud. They are, they are all working overtime, and if you ask any of them about digital adoption or how to get a small to mid-size or even tier one company into the cloud, they could talk about that topic, my friends, for a very, very long time. It is, it is fun to listen to, and I do enjoy it. But yeah, they are all in, Rick. I can't find one who has said, you know, I'm all about being on-premises and we're going to hold the line on digital adoption, right? None of them are saying that. Joachim, are you seeing the same thing from uh, software companies? I think that, you know, every vendor that we, we have an, an open ISV program as well, where we're trying to serve uh, ISVs with, with our technology and basically wide labeling into their solutions and, and my overall impression is that this is definitely an agenda that's being driven forward really So fast. my second part of this question, and we'll start with you, Bob, has this trickled down into their reseller networks? Um, yes, I'd say so, almost to a fault. You know, so I'm all about digital adoption and, and moving to the cloud, but I want it to be the right decision for the stakeholder. And, and sometimes I feel like in the reseller channel, Partners are being pressured so much by publishers to move customers into the cloud that they're not contemplating what's best for the business itself. What do the stakeholders of businesses X or Y or Z, you know, what are their requirements? What are their goals? Is going to the cloud going to help them reach their goals faster? Or do they have other things they have to consider, regulations or, um, you know, broadband capabilities nearby, you know, do they have those things ready to go so they can make the move to the cloud? And the cloud isn't going to be for everybody. I do feel that resellers are placing a lot of push on customers and prospects to go to the cloud right away. And given what we've been through the past three years, I don't know that all smaller or mid-sized companies are ready for this just yet. They may not be. And Sometimes I feel like the publishers are really push, 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 and there's no regard for stakeholder requirements or needs at the time. So you can, do you think that um, moving a customer to the cloud um, really enhances digital adoption or does it have its own set of challenges? I, I got to be honest, I don't think it has any intrinsic value. Uh, I mean, it's it's not as if, if the cloud will suddenly open itself up for, you know, a, a 20, 20 employee company right. producing uh, uh, whatever metal a metal unit. And that, that have been on the same ERP for 20 years and now transitioning into a new one. I don't I don't think it's it's necessarily a part of their agenda that that moving into the cloud can suddenly move their business uh, tremendously. Um, I think that the idea of, of driving to the cloud is, is very much pushed from software vendors, right? Because it's a very, very brilliant idea that we have everyone on the right, uh, the newest platform, right? So the idea that you are consistently evergreen holds tremendous value for every vendor. 
because it it uh, basically guarantees you that your company uh, that your customers are never outdated it means that you know you're removing some of the competitive barriers in terms of trans that the the customers are actually transitioning into a new mm-hmm. ERP system and moving away from your platform by making sure that they have all the latest and greatest but i think that the ability for a customer to consume everything that's going into a new release and doing it at the pace that that our vendors are now pushing uh, right. our new versions forward. I don't think that's a game for everyone, to be honest. Uh, I, I I think that, it, and especially on the mission yeah, critical right. system. So I agree very much with uh, Bob. And if it's if it's not if it's not instrumental to your business to be in the cloud, that means that you you know you have 178 apps that needs to work together in a in a cloud environment. That makes a lot of sense. But if you are like a, a mono uh, application company with a single ERP system, you, you got to look at it and really say, is this really for me? I mean, is this going to drive my business faster forward that I'm inside the cloud? And I'm not sure the answer yeah, is yes Yeah, that's a great always. point. I mean, let's look at what we're doing at Cavallo. At our GP sales pad, our sales pad for Dynamics GP offerings, which have been in existence now for 20 years, We've had, we have customers that have been on them for 10, 15, almost 20 years, and they're customizable, and, and these folks have been running on-premises for a long time, and moving a, well, let's put it this way, the reason GP was sold in the first place was because of our offerings for distribution, so the customer liked what we did because they were a distributor, and so they bought Dynamics GP. Um, that's a heavy lift moving from a customized solution that you've been running for 10 plus years, maybe even 20, to something else. Are we excited about what we're doing for Business Central? You're damn right we are. It's really good and robust, but that doesn't mean that someone who's been on the same system 15, 17, 18, 20 years can just instantly snap their fingers and move to the cloud with all their processes and all their requirements ready to go and the same level of performance and no downtime. That's a heavy lift, and I've done plenty of uh, ERP upgrades, and I know it, there's a lot on the line and, and a lot to worry about and integrations and all that. So it's not an easy an easy fit at all in some cases. Depends on how long the, the company's been running their existing ERP. You know, They may not be in a spot right now where they want to take that risk and jumping to a new ecosystem and redeploying what they already have. And I think you made a good point because I remember um, we were working in the warehouse management systems for a while. And when we started giving people the mouse, right, right. they were running the keyboards with all the hotkeys. And they're going, what yeah. do you mean I've got to use a mouse? And you'd watch them right. and their productivity would drop 80%, right, as they right. struggled to use a mouse. And I think we, we see the same thing as we use integrated software. It's no longer tab, tab, tab. All of a sudden, I'm going click, 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 which can make a difference to some users. So I think yeah. all this is really important as we, you know, progress people into uh, into the cloud and to change. So, Bob, our next question, um, companies are investing a lot in their applications, a lot of money in AI, and we talked about that. Do you think mm-hmm. the vendors are investing enough in digital adoption tools and learning tools for their uh, end user customers? That's, that's hard to say. Um, in some cases, yes, but in a lot of cases, no. And, you know, have we lost sight of the software user? I think sometimes, yes, we have. You know, there is a big push from these really big um, cloud computing companies, right? Microsoft's a $2 trillion cap company. 
and even though the dynamics space or the dynamics portion of their business is just a sliver, you know, they're exerting a lot of pressure on partners and partners are exerting that pressure on end users. And, and is there a lot of training and possibility? Sure. Are we losing sight of what the stakeholders are looking for? I think so. You know, if you're running a small to mid-sized business, um, the last three years, you have three plus really, you've, you've had a lot of rash decisions you've had to make because of circumstances we're all, we've all been dealing with, right? We had the pandemic where, where if you're an on-premises customer, you had to learn how to get your people to work remotely, like in short order, in order to keep the business running. We've had supply chain issues, some of which still linger on today. The price of energy is way up and not coming down anytime soon. Interest rates, at least in the United States, are, are high and they're not going to come down anytime soon. So access to capital has been uh, d you know, diminished significantly. For a small to mid-sized business, they'd probably just like a couple of years of normalcy where they could scale their business, hire new people, and, and make a profit. But the last three plus years, they've had to make all these rash decisions just to survive. So, you know, our, I'm concerned about learning and change management and, and all that, but I'm also more concerned about whether or not stakeholder requirements and and whatnot are being met because the push to the cloud is sometimes a bit overwhelming. And given the last three plus years, uh, we've had enough of overwhelming and we'd like some normalcy, some time to plan accordingly, budget accordingly, be profitable, scale. And we haven't had that chance in the last three and a half years, unfortunately. Joachim, would you like to add anything? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, uh, I think that vendors, uh, IT software vendors are a particular breed of people, to be honest. I mean, we, we're so used to uh, yeah. driving changes and disrupting ourselves on a daily basis, right? That we forget that actually there's no one, no one at the end user level that has ever asked, can you please come in and disrupt <laughs> me? Uh, can can you come in and change my world completely right. by tomorrow? And the idea that we believe that change is inherently good, uh, and and it it's it's it you're just supposed to change all the time, and we don't even need to anymore uh, even even pose an argument to why it's a good thing. I think that that leads to a lot of frustration at at the end user level because seriously they didn't ask mm -hmm. for this, right? Um, so I think that when vendors, when I look at vendors now, this standardization, it's not just about, I want everyone to go into the cloud, right? In, on, in the ERP space, we are very much now standardizing on processes as well, right? So uh, the, the argument that you hear is, yeah, you might have, you know, order to cash, this might look like this, but you, know, you should change that to look like our system because it's really good. And it's like, yeah, it might be, but it's not really, it's, it's not my type of thing. It's a good thing yeah. for the vendor because having standardized processes is like uh, that's a dream come through, right? If you have that, then then uh, you pretty much own the entire space. So I think that you know we are we are we are starting to get our eyes right. open towards this, uh, but I still feel that the ones that are suffering the most is probably Debbie from marketing, who's sitting at the end of the line on, on whatever system and saying, "I didn't ask for this, guys." So, okay, yeah. thank you. So, okay, Bob, go ahead. I was just saying that those are those are excellent points. ISVs and and other technology companies are driving change, and that's great, right? We're we're all trying to compete for the best solution possible. But boy, the last few years have been rough on a lot of small and mid-sized businesses, and 
And sometimes you just got to stop and take a breath and examine your business and, and make sure it's moving in the direction you want it to move. And I don't know that all the publishers and or partners are necessarily taking that into consideration. And a partner, your reseller partner, should be planning your business's success with you, uh, not necessarily telling you, hey, this is what this is what you need to do. So and and I think on your reseller your reseller partner business, they're so busy upgrading the technology because of the disruptions, right? Yes. That I think sometimes they don't even think about, okay, should I have a digital adoption practice? Is that right. part of my business? Because it's almost like, hey, I've got the plumbing running. Now I got to get out of here and go do the next leak I've got going at the next customer. Can I stick yeah. around and show them how to use all the new faucets and showers and dishwashers and everything else? So I think there's still that gap because things are happening so fast. Yeah, I, I, I can't speak for all the publishers, but I've been a Microsoft Dynamics partner uh, two different times over 13 years of my career. Being a Microsoft Dynamics reseller partner is is tough. It is not an easy job. And some days the publisher makes it even more difficult. It's a it's a tough it's a tough role to play. A lot of pressure on Dynamics partners to uh, meet the publisher goals. Okay, Bob, I want to thank you for joining us today on this conversation, and I want to ask you: Do you have any sort of final thoughts to uh, leave our audience with? Well, um, we are we're spending a lot of time talking about a digital adoption, and it's all exciting and new and and fun to keep track of and. And watching all the AI news come out, you know, it's it's exciting and it's frightening all at the same time. So I am excited about the space I'm in, cloud computing and digital adoption in general, just very fun place to be, never a dull moment. I just, sometimes you, you want things to slow down. It's a hectic, a hectic pace at which we're moving. So I wouldn't want to be doing anything else in my career, but, uh, and I'm, I'm going to continue to, uh, push hard for end user companies. I've been an end user myself. I want to see end users find success when end users find success with their business and all of us are going to do better because they're going to continue to leverage the technology and our services. So I just want to make sure that all this isn't moving too fast because I work with a lot of small to mid-sized businesses and they're cautious about what's coming ahead. You know, they they know that going to the cloud or leveraging some sort of hybrid model makes sense, but a lot of them are intimidated by that technology. Just like we saw 25 years ago when they were coming off of DOS-based systems and going to Windows with SQL Server. This is kind of the same thing all over again. They know it's a, a trend in technology that they need to be on, but there's a lot to absorb and a lot of them are intimidated. And if we can educate end users about what's best for their business and their requirements, we will all be better off and people just need to keep that sort of thing in mind. And, but at least they're pretty good with the mouse nowadays. Back then we, we had really that challenge. That. Yeah. <laughs> that took like 10 years to get some of the keyboard happy folks over to a mouse, but you're right. That's finally made it. People do adopt to change. It's just sometimes. Yeah, it takes slower. time. Uh, Joaquin, yeah. would you like to give us any final thoughts on today's conversation? I, I think one of the great takeaways today is, is probably that, you know, you, as a customer, you got to make sure that, that uh, every, every piece of technology you're bringing into your business actually mm -hmm. serving your agenda. Make sure that, uh, understand clearly that the vendor's agenda is not your agenda. 
they have a different agenda than you do. They are trying to run their business as efficiently as possible. And you are vehicle in that part of it as well. The, the transition to the cloud is very much driven by a, a vendor trend. Uh, and, and it's definitely serving the vendor, but you gotta make sure that it's serving you as well. And it's, it's tapping into mm-hmm. your agenda. Okay, gentlemen, thank you for your time today. And I'm sure we'll be back to you in the near future to talk more about digital adoption. Have a great day and bye for now.